Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor. With Carrie Davis and Jamie Rivers, I'm Anthony Seltzer. Let's head to our 101 ESPN Celebrity Line. We're joined by our guy, Chris Kerber, voice of the blues, who you'll hear tonight on the Blues Radio Network right here on 101 ESPN. Curbs, how are you? Anthony, doing good. How are you guys today? Well, we're doing good. We're excited for this one, although uh, I don't know if you've seen the Oilers play at all. They're pretty good, and they've got some guys that uh, I hear can score, Curb. So this one should be interesting tonight at Enterprise Center. Yeah, you know what, though? Here's the thing, and you got to be excited about this. Uh, look, one, if you're a Blues fan, you're coming to the game tonight, you're excited. I mean, you get to see two of the best players on the planet in McDavid and Dreisaitl. You're looking at a team that's firing in all cylinders. At the same time, you're, you're a Blues team that's played really well. You've beaten a lot of good teams here over the last month of hockey, and you're playing with something on the line. So th- this game has pretty much everything you want in terms of uh, some excitement and drama coming into it. Curbs, when, uh, when you watch tonight, obviously you know one of the matchups that's going to be very interesting and a lot of fun to watch is probably going to be Colton Pareko out there against Connor McDavid for most of the game. You know, what are you looking for from Colton Pareka when it comes to defending Connor McDavid or even Leon Dreisaitl, for that matter? Well, you don't want to see him beat to the inside. I mean, that's the one thing. And, and you know, we've told said this story before, but Darren, Darren Pang talked to Connor McDavid a year and a half, two years ago it was, and said, who's one of the hardest players that you, you find to play against in the league? And, and Connor McDavid said Colton Pareko. He's big. He's got a stick. Even though you think you might be taking him wide with speed, Colton does a great job of still getting the stick of the way and knocking knocking the puck uh, loose of it. The difference is, though, Connor McDavid can possess that puck better than anybody in the league. So uh, look for skating, look for stick, and, and just look for solid all-around smart play. The other thing, though, is he can't do it by himself, though, Jamie, as you know that it, if, if, if Connor McDavid goes to take – or Dreisaitl goes to take Pareko wide – and he knocked the puck away, man, there better be some forwards back-checking their butts off to help regain possession of that puck because it's one thing to knock the puck loose, but it's another thing if you give it right back up and then you're scrambling in your own zone. Curves, the Blues got out to a slow start a couple of nights ago against the Maple Leafs and only got 15 shots on goals. That's something that they need to really uh, enforce tonight, trying to get more shots on goal and get more opportunities. Yeah, well, you're not going to win many games if you don't, carry. I mean, 15 shots on goal isn't good enough. So uh, I, I don't know that they have to enforce it. I mean, it's not something they're going, hey, let's get more shots on goal than we did last game. I think the shots on goal total is a little more indicative of their, the all-around game that they played, right? So uh, I think if they play a better game as, as a five-man unit up and down the ice, if they play 
if, if they play a better puck possession game than they did, they'll naturally just get more shots on goal. So they had very little offensive zone time. You know, and it, and it's, as bad as it looked for the St. Louis Blues, man, sometimes I think you just got to tip your cap to the other team too. And I thought the Maple Leafs played a great game against St. Louis. You know, they they didn't give them anything, and then the Blues didn't have enough guys wanting to fight for anything in that game either. So um, I, I'm looking for a much different response. And uh, with that, I think will come some of that focus you're talking about to get the puck to the front of the net. Chris Kerber joins us right now on the fast lane on 101 to ESPN. Kerbs, step into Doug Armstrong's shoes here as we draw closer and closer to the NHL trade deadline. What do you think he see? What do you think he wants to see? So he he has a, a clear game plan when it comes to attacking the deadline. I, to be honest with you, Anthony, I think he's already got the game plan. You know, I mean, I I I, I think that. While there might be one or two things that changes, maybe over, you know, a couple of things could change between now and March 8th based on injuries, based on needs, based on how markets go, that kind of stuff. I think that Doug Armstrong is, is still looking at a team that says we're decent, but we're not great. And the goal is to be great. So if he, anything he's looking to do between now and then, like, like, in other words, do you sacrifice potentially making the playoffs this year? if there's a deal to be done that you think is going to make it that much better next year, two years, the year after that. And I believe that's the mode that the blues are in. And to be honest with you, I don't think that that philosophy has really changed from day one of the season to now. I, I believe that that was really kind of the focus. And, and this team's about right where Doug expected it to be. So I got to think that his game plan is pretty much in place. And um, a lot of this will eventually come down. Like, you, you know who your UFAs are, right? I mean, you know the guys that are unrestricted, that if there's a way to move them and, and, and get assets for them, you're going to do that. The, the real thing will be is, are there other guys that have term on their contract that the Blues have that another team might want and be willing to pay a price for to improve their team that and then improves the Blues? And that's that's what will define itself here over the next two weeks. Curbs, Alexei Torpchenko. Uh, I love the way this young man plays. You watch all the games, too. What, what is it about his game that you think has really started to spike for him? You know what? He's just uh, – oh, and you watch, you watch where Alexi was and, and where he is now. They, they move him. You know, if you go back to a couple of years ago in that playoff series against Colorado, he at times was getting shifts on the second line, you know, and, and it was his physicality that is what gave that to him. Uh, I think that disappeared slightly for a little bit, and, and you're starting to see it again when he realizes – he can skate terrifically. He's got the size. He's and he and he's he's got the hockey smarts too, doesn't he, Jamie? Like, well, I mean, when when you've got a coach that's willing to put you out there in the final ninety seconds of a period, and and you're one of the main penalty killers for a team, that's where as a sec as a third or fourth liner, that's where you get some of that extra candy. And he's uh, he's delivering on it. And then when he decides to take the puck to the net, he can drop his shoulder. And because of the way you, it's so much harder, you can't clutch, you can't grab, you can't slash, you can't put a stick on somebody, uh, he can use his size to find some offense. And for him to be knocking on the door of 10 goals this season is absolutely fantastic. Carbs, I do want to go back a little bit to the trade deadline, and one of the names that keeps getting brought up is Pavel Buchnevich. Now, he's not a free agent next season, but in 25-26, do you see him – possibly being traded this this trade deadline? And if he is, is this team better in 24-25 without him? Uh, all right. 
No, I don't think that if you trade Pavel Buchnevich, I don't think you're better in 24-25 without him than you are with him. And the reason that I'll say that if I play that scenario out, Kerry, is a team that's going to make a trade for somebody like Pavel Buchnevich is typically going to be a team that thinks that a guy like that can help put you over the edge. You're going to probably pay a little bit more for him because, and, and you're going to have to pay a little bit more for him because you're getting a guy at great value that still has a, a year on his contract, right? Um, with that said, I think that if you're going to trade Pavel Butchnevich, it's got to cost you an organization's top prospect. Uh, you're, you're trading a guy that's capable of 80 points a year. So it's going to cost you a top prospect. And to benefit the Blues, it's got to cost you somebody that I, I think can, can come in and play for the St. Louis Blues. So I don't see one of the top teams in the league necessarily giving up on that. So we'll have to wait and see. To me, I, I me personally, like this, this, this is a guy that can still be part of your core. Now, you're right. By the time he becomes a UFA and is approaching 30, that doesn't seem to fit in what has been Doug Armstrong's demo lately of, of signing UFAs. But uh, it, if you're going to consider trading that guy, it better be a package that blows your socks off. Because as Jamie has said in some of the recent hits we've done, like, is the is the juice worth the squeeze? And that's a hell of a hockey player, you know that that you're potentially trading. So that 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 to me would have to be a luxury type deal, if anything. I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's like you're, to me, you're talking about your second best all around forward on the team. You don't give those things up lightly. No, I agree, Curbs. Another forward that I wouldn't be thinking about giving up anytime soon. Maybe if ever. Is Jake Neighbors, and you know, just love this this young man's progression. But you know, again, Curbs, from your perspective, when you watch the games, and I know you're a big fan of Jake as well. You know, what are you seeing from Jake right now that might be somewhat surprising for him this early in his career? He, his maturity, I, to, to me, he's Barrett Jackman. Um, you know, Barrett Jackman is the young player came in and how he looked at the game, how he approached the game. He, he approached it from a veteran standpoint. He didn't approach it as a kid. I mean, while he approached it with the youthful exuberance of, of a young guy, there was a, a veteran understanding. I mean, he, he knew he had a chance at the Gordie Howe hat trick. He knew it would fire his teammates up to get into a fight. He's not, he wasn't afraid to take on a big guy like that. Uh, Tom Wilson hit him a couple times in that home game here. You couldn't push him out of the game. There's things like that. He's got an awareness to him that says, hey, look, if, if you're going to do something crazy and, and somebody might come after you, get your stick up on, uh, you know, let him go through your stick. Like, there's just a – there is there is an old soul hockey guy in that young body of his, and I think you see it. You see it in his play. You see it in his hockey smarts. He's going to have some tough games from time to time. He's young, but he doesn't make a lot of big mistakes. Every time they put him in the bottom six, he works his way back up to the top six. And, and he's having just, just, I think, a heck of a first full season in the National Hockey League. This, this is someone you have to be real excited about. And, and, and Jamie, most people may not see this because they're, they're not in the locker room as, as, as we are, as you were today. And, and, but his social awareness, and what I mean by that is his ability to have a conversation with somebody – you know, opposing team broadcasters go up and ask him a question, and the way he can articulate, like he's he's got social skills as well that help you grow in the game, and and that's a big thing for his future.
Curbs, great stuff. Looking forward to listening to you tonight on the pregame show. And then, of course, on the Blues Radio Network as the Blues host the Oilers. All right, guys. Have an awesome rest of the week. You too. Thanks, Curbs. All right. See you.